DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Tom Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built for tough. Can we be there? God, we are here. Oh, just think of the time. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is Autumn right now. so strange. How you doing today, Brandon Stokely? I am hotter than red pepper. <laughs> Brandon Stokely will be joining us here uh, shortly as the Denver Broncos are wrapping up uh, practice here on a Friday. Anticipated to go for about 20 more minutes from what we understand. Uh, these things are fluid just in general. Um, and we will be uh, checking in with Stoke because th- th- this last portion of practice uh, is important on, on multiple fronts. Um, and, and we'll get to that here in just a second. But Training Camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live in Centennial, make Ting your light speed internet provider for as low as $89 a month. Go to ting.com slash centennial for more information. Uh, for the first time in this training camp, we are going to see the Denver Broncos uh, do a two-minute drill. Uh, and you sort of build up to this period. Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, you know, moving the ball, which we have not seen an organic move-the-ball drill uh, yet so far in training camp. We've seen like a scripted move-the-ball drill where regardless of what happens, they're going to account for a you know seven-yard gain and they'll take it from there. Uh, this should be a more organic two-minute drill. And then within that two-minute drill, they're going to be incorporating um, game you know scripted game-winning field goals for both Elliot Fry and Brett Maher, who are embroiled in... Um, you know, one of the top camp battles uh, at the field goal position. So we'll hear from Stoke how that is going. I, I can tell you um, there were some signs of life offensively through the first 90 minutes of practice, uh, particularly in seven-on-seven. Seven. Now, if you're a football person, you know that seven-on-seven seven is not really representative of, you know, what we'll see on Sundays, but it's value. It, it's valuable, uh, rather. It, it, it does have value, and Stokely really for throughout the past year has broken down the reasons why it has value um if you know for those individuals you know uh, and those one-on-one battles and the timing with the quarterback without uh, having to face a pass rush to you know get synced up uh you know here in the month of august there was some successful seven on seven more success than we had seen particularly uh from russell wilson and that's 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 who we want to see it from uh is is russ it, but I, and I, I isolate him because because we have seen the success from Ben DiNucci and Jared Stidham. We've seen both of those guys find rhythm in seven on seven. With Russ, not so much, but we did see some of that today, which again is encouraging. I would like to come on here and tell you that it translated to the team period. Unfortunately. It did not. Now, Stokely will have a a more uh, in-depth and specific uh, breakdown of what happened in that team period. But Russ and the first team offense was given four plays. And unfortunately, there was a uh, a what would have been a sack. They let go, ended up resulting in a, a dirted ball. Um, that did not look like it would have come from someone like Russell Wilson, but it did. Uh, the next play, uh, running back tackled in the backfield. Um, next play after that, uh, mistimed 
uh, with the receiver uh, incompletion, and then the play after that was a sack that turned into a hey, hey, let's you know let them scramble here a little bit. So, unfortunately. Um, I really was hoping, and, and by the way, there's still time, just to reiterate, they're doing two-minute drill right now about 200 yards from where we are, okay? We did not want to make Chad Brown or Nate Jackson uh, stay on the air. Chad was on the air for six straight hours doing the morning show, and then the Players Club, holy moly, I think my, my twinkle of the day might go to Chad Brown doing six hours of radio here on The Fan, which is amazing. Um, but we weren't going to ask those guys to stick around and do more uh, radio. So we'll just hold down the fort here. And, and hopefully, Stokely here, in a couple minutes, comes from across the street and says how much success these guys were having um, in, in the two-minute drill. Unfortunately, from what I saw, I cannot report any sort of um, – sweeping corrections day over day from the first team Denver Broncos offense. Um, we, you know, we, we came in here, you know, searching for it. We, we really did. Cause you know, don't think that like, I'm not, you know, super aware and sensitive uh, to a certain degree with, with some of this stuff too. Like, you know, how, you know, how we sound as a show coming in here, talking about how bad the Broncos offense is the first team offense. Um, but we're just sort of reporting, you know, what we're seeing. There's no agenda. But I can tell you this. I woke up this morning like today's the day. I heard Mike Evans say it this morning, too. Like today's the day we're going to see the Broncos offense click. And maybe it's clicking across the street right now in two minutes. But unfortunately, um, not enough clicking in, in the team period. And, it, it you know, it feels like a, a full circle here with these conversations um, that uh, – that we're trying to parse through what matters and what doesn't, what's real, what, what's the closest representation to real football and what's not, where it's fair to evaluate Russell Wilson and the Broncos' offense relative to installation, right? A lot of, um, lot of thinking uh, happening, right? So we're trying to navigate our way through, and it feels like, when you're trying to report back to someone who hadn't seen it, you're like walking this razor's edge of being honest, but also, you know, interpreting, you know, uh, what 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 matters and what doesn't. Um, I, I will I will tell you this: it's already being rec- uh, uh, reported. Um, they're doing a uh, organic move the ball drill right now, and um, apparently things are uh, going disastrously. <laughs> like, I mean, you're seeing it being reported that. Um, uh, a multiple false starts, uh, a short completion, and then a tip pass that led to an interception at the line of scrimmage by Randy Gregory. Um, multiple reporters saying that would have ended the game in the scenario that they're doing right now in in two minutes. So, th- like like right now, across the street, the game's on the line. Like you're either going to win it or you're going to lose it. There's two minutes left, and they're trying to uh, um, um, build it up to a game-winning field goal, and um, the game would have just ended right now uh, in real time with an interception at the line of scrimmage by Randy Gregory. Um, it was Jonathan Harris who uh, deflected that ball. And to a man, you're, you're hearing the lack of smooth uh, smoothness so far for the first-team offense. So I'll tell you what, man, I, you know, <laughs> this, is, um, this, is, this is not going well, guys. It's, 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 it's just not. It's not going well. And... Um, Again, when I wake up in the morning, given between optimism and pessimism, I would rather uh, choose uh, optimist uh, 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 optimism. Uh, I've been coming on here for uh, six football seasons. This is number seven with Stokely. Um, 
and I'm tired of talking about a bad football team, but I'm not going to be a, a misrepresentative of, of what's going on out there. Um, so um, uh, our, our guy, Andrew Mason, um, <laughs> had tweeted uh, within the last two minutes, uh, the first and second team offense in two minute dot, 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 woof. Um, uh, our buddy James Merrillat talking about Russell uh, having his ball tipped at the line and picked off by Randy Gregory returned for a touchdown. Uh, he says happening way too much. Yeah, um, guys, I'm tired of talking about a bad football team. I am so ready for the Denver Broncos to be out of this malaise and the muck and the mire of the worst NFL stretch in the history of the Denver Broncos. Unfortunately, I don't have enough substance to draw from. And Raj, if you want to, if you want to chime in on this conversation, um, our program director who's sitting next to me and has heard everything I've said here since signing on the air, um, I'm looking for silver linings. I got to go to seven on seven and use a magnifying glass to find them, and that's just the real. Got to crawl before you walk, Zach. Got to crawl before you walk. I guess so. You want some glass half full? Maybe it's just such a dominant defense. You know what? They'd be doing this right now to uh, Patrick Mahomes at practice. I'm being a little yeah. symbolic, but if you're looking for silver lining, yeah, no, I I, th- I think that's fair. Uh, that you know, but 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 the problem is like when we came into this training camp and really overarching this 2023 season, the 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 number one objective was to get this offense out of this this. The, the tre- it's like the Mariana Trench, like the deepest hole in the ocean. That's where the Broncos have been, dead last in scoring. And you bring in this offensive guru who for a decade out of the 16 years had a top 10 offense, Super Bowl champion, like the football quarterback whisperer. And we're not seeing that it, it translate. Again, I'm going to do the same preface we've been doing for the last 72 hours. Still plenty of time. Still plenty of time to get it ironed out. But I just don't. Raj, I don't want the calendar to be the source of optimism. We're seeing now hundreds of reps over the last 10 days, and the fact that like, we're not drawn from real substance that would lead to um, legitimate optimism about this offense taking not just one step forward but two steps forward, it's discouraging. It is. Sins of the Father, Zach, and that can be an instance here of how we're assessing and analyzing it. The Bronco offense hasn't been good since 2014. Like, like calling it real, like the year they won the Super Bowl, the offense was not good. So it hasn't been good in a number of years. If Let's just say hypothetically, for the sake of this discussion, the offense had been good the last years, or, or even not just good, just like okay, yeah. like middle of the pack. Yeah. Would we be panicking this much watching this? My gut feeling is no, because we all know offenses are slow at training camp. It takes them time. It's a new system. It's a, it, it's a new, a new it, all the new we've yep. talked about. Yep. We know that. It's the sins of the father. It's the fact that the offense was bad last year, and it was bad the years before that, so we're just seeing something that's bad again. And that might be why Sean Payton's not panicking when he talks, because he wasn't here for any of that the last few years. He's just viewing this as a new team he's come into, and he might be saying to himself, you know what, this is how it looked year one in New Orleans. If I had taken the Chargers job, this is how, or if the Chargers job had come open that was consistently linked to, or sure, any number sure, of other jobs, sure. this is probably how it would have looked week one, no matter where I'm at, but... We, as either fans or media that's seen it, we are we are grading it against what we've seen the last few years. The, I, by the way, I'm not making an excuse that it may not suck this year. Sure, it may suck. Sure, sure, sure. But that could be – let me put it this way. What would have needed to happen or how likely was it that all the things considered, we know where the talent level is on the offense, we know it's a new coach, we know it's a new system, that they were going to come out here and look like 
gangbusters. Now, again, I'm not asking, you know, we're probably just looking for competency, but gangbusters. We might be worried about VJ's defense. That might be the discussion we're having today. What's going on with VJ's defense if this offense is looking as poor as it is, or looking as good as it is right now? Sure. So I'm, I'm sure it's coming across excuse. It feels excuse like to me because I'm. But you're looking, looking for something. At, but I'm looking for something, and if you're looking for some measure of hope, that could be it. We could watch them be terrible at practice, and you know what? Next week when they play the Cardinals in the preseason, Russ in the first O might go right down the field and put seven on the board. Yeah, and maybe. It right, right, everything right, we right. About. Yes, yes. No, and that, and that, and and I'll be honest with you, got it in my notes today. It's like. And we'll talk about it later with Stokely. It's like my natural emphasis is already looking ahead to one week from today against sure. the Arizona Cardinals because that can serve as almost like a baptism and wash away the sins of training camp in the first 10 days. One thing to keep in mind with Russ, I said this to you before we went on the air. Again, it's going to come across as an excuse. I get it. But we've talked a lot to our friend Brock Heward from our sister station in Seattle, Seattle Sports, who's seen and watched more of Russ yep. than we ever will. Yep. Russ has never been a good practice player. Russ, in his prime, when he's a potential MVP candidate and they are going to Super Bowls, was not a good practice player. He was a guy that at halftime at games, the, he'd be 6 of 19 for 78 yards. And right. Every look up of, of oh, my gosh, he, he, they look awful, they look terrible. And he'd click and turn it on and win. And I've heard DMAX somewhat facetiously compare, compare him to Tim Tebow. But there is, like, some of that in Russ even at his best at times. So, I guess considering all that, a guy who's historically not been a, a great practice player, a guy who historically plays off script, a guy who's historically not a timing quarterback, with a brand-new coach and a brand-new system, with an offense that we know isn't the most talented in the world, like, shouldn't we have all seen this coming, that it wasn't going to be a pretty first week of training camp? Well, the problem is, like, we're now into week two. And, you know, we've been out here uh, for eight straight days, or excuse me, because practice actually started before they allowed the Correct. fans in. So we're really at about 10 days. Yeah, we're yeah. really about 10 days. And I just thought, again, you know, you, you use the phrase gangbusters, and I know you corrected, like, we're not, we're looking for competency. That's, that's what I think is the most problematic right. thing, is that the expectations coming in, we weren't, we weren't talking about this being the 2013 uh, Peyton Manning led Broncos. And, you know, you said, hey, could we be letting, like, the sins of the father and the sins of the past bleed into the season? I certainly think there's something to be said for that because, unfortunately, we've gotten used to such a bad brand of offensive football no matter what quarterback's out there, no matter what coach is <laughs> out there. And there is a certain degree, like, if you keep hitting the dog, you know, over and over again. The dog whimpers when you, you might raise go, your hand. You might go to sneeze. Yeah. And the dog might whimper, yeah. you know. So, yeah, there's something to that. The problem is it's the same quarterback year over year. Sure. And it's a lot of the same, like. This I, isn't the hope of, hey, this year it's Teddy. This year it's Drew. This year it's this Joe is, Flacco. And, and, it's and, Case and, Keenum. We don't have that. <laughs> it's the same guy, Russell. Now, if you do want some optimism, we did find out from our buddy James Merrillat on their next attempt in the two-minute drive, Russ drove the Broncos into field goal range. Maher drilled it. Great. Okay, great. Great. And you know what? You know, we'll start there. Like, you know, that's kind of what I had been hoping to see. Not these, you know, you know, 60-yard touchdown passes, you know, two or three times a day. Although you do see those all around training camp. They're showing the Packers highlights. There's Jordan Love connected with Christian Watson for 67 yards. You do see it. I wasn't looking for that. I'm looking more for that. I'm looking for the baby steps. And the fact that we hadn't seen the baby steps like is taking place right now in the two minute. And we'll get the full report. I'm actually seeing Brandon Stokely walk or work his way um, and seeing some actually fans leave. So they must be winding things down and getting ready to do their conditioning. It's a nice little jog there from Stoke looking fit. Yeah, he looks great. Um, but it's like we're looking for the baby steps. 
I'm I'm welcoming it. I understand the arc of this, how long it's going to take to build this library of this brand new offense. The fact that we didn't have much at all after ten days uh, was concerning. But but hey, we got a couple things that look better in seven on seven today. There was a, a field goal drive in the two minute uh, happening right across the street, according right. to some of our colleagues. And maybe give the defense, maybe this is going to be a special defense. I heard Stoke talking about Nick Benito looking great the last few days, and we know Randy Gregory's a baller when he's out there. Maybe it's just a dominant defense. I don't know. I'm, I'm searching for optimism here, but I'm a fan, man. That's what we do, right? Yep, yep, and I, I totally get it. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tag out. Hot tag, Zach. Hot tag. <laughs> uh, uh, Raj Sherrod handing things over to, 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 to B. Stoke uh, coming fresh over from, from two minutes. Going, going. I feel like I did two minutes. I was going to see. I, I, I was on the ga- job. You were doing a gas or across East Broncos yeah. Parkway. Yeah, I was on the hop. I'm trying to get here. I'm grinding. Um, wow. Wow. I've seen, uh, I've seen wow. some of the stuff on Twitter. We shared it with some of our some of our audience. Um, they don't have the stuff I have. Okay, great. You know, they have the basics. I got the, uh, I, I got the advanced level. I got the calculus, advanced level. I love it. Where do you want to start? Well, Zach, um, Let's start right off the off the off the um, rip the the first team, first team right two minute two minute drill okay, and um, now this is within the last twenty minutes of real time right last fifteen minutes of real time ten minutes great yeah last ten minutes great here. so and out, you know it's like okay okay what, what what is this offense going to look like you know we've been very critical of this offense right let's see what they look like in two minutes all right let's go yep. give them a chance maybe maybe this is where Russ is going to excel. And we're going to see some greatness from this offense finally, right? No, nope, nope. We um, that 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 didn't happen, Zach. First play. And Guess Stoke, what? And, and, and let me just paint the picture. We're two hundred yards away from where the practice just was, and Stokely has the hard copy, the hard copy notes that every he's play rifling through. He got yeah, every sorry. play charted. I got it now. Yep. Um, and um, first first play. Guess what? Guess what happened on the first play? Uh, false start. Guess who? Not McGlinchey. Yes! Not McGlinchey. McFlinchey? McFlinchey. No! Yes! First play, false start, McGlinchey. You can't make this stuff up. Tell, tell that to Mark Schlereth. Oh? Where's Mark Schlereth now? He wasn't up there watching this like I was. Huh? <laughs> oh, I love he, it. He was not up there um, watching it like, like I was. Is that his partner? <laughs> that is, is his is partner. Is Mike Evans walking over here? Did you see the false start of McGlinchey first play? Second play. Guess what happened? Not another false start. Another false start, Greg Dolchich. No. This time. Yes. So now you're looking at first and 20. Oh, my God. First and 20, right? What a tone setter. Third play for this great offense that we've been watching. Completion for four yards to Pirine. Okay, whatever. Let's get some momentum going. So now you're looking at, what, second down and 16, okay? Guess what happened next? Not a false start. It was an interception off of somebody's helmet or deflected up in there. Randy Gregory interception. And that was the four plays of two minutes for the first uh, offense. So let me just get this right. False start, Mike McGlinchey on first down. Now it's first and 15. False start from Greg Dulcich. Now it's first and 20. A four-yard pass to Samaj P. Ryan brings up. Was a second and sixteen, yes. and then Jonathan Cooper deflects a ball at the line of scrimmage, according to some of our colleagues okay, up yeah. there, and lands up it. in the hands of Randy Gregory, and the game's over because you turned it over. Yeah, 
Wow. That, that, that was the four plays. Now, they went back out there and did another two-minute drive after the second-team offense did their two-minute drive, and it was it was better. It was definitely better. Um, but, I mean, how, like, it, it, just absolute disaster. False start, false start, four-yard completion, interception. You literally can't make it up, folks. Mike Evans, one half of Schlereth. And, Evans, Mike, I heard you this morning. I listen every day, and you're like, today's the day. Like we're like we're going out there. Today's a day. It's Friday. Today's a day where this offensive click, uh, offense clicks. You hear how the first uh, you were over there. You're you're watching it in real time. Stokely just broke it down. You you rewind earlier to the team period. Eleven on eleven. It was a disaster as well. Um, what, yeah. It, 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 can you have can you have a day in which you actually can feel better about Russ? Russ was good on a day that the offense was awful. Oh, okay. That, that, that's that, that's I, I don't I don't know where you're going, Mike. Come on, Mike. Okay. What, are you, what are you talking All right, about? The first team period, right? Literally, literally, the first team period. Uh, Nick Benito blows up a pass, blows up a run. Jonathan Cooper and uh, 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 Allen blow up the next two plays. There was nothing they could do. The offensive line was so bad, there was nothing Russell Wilson could do. Which there, is there the was, theme in camp. There was, there was no chance. Guys in the backfield. Defense four plays. Defense blew up all four plays, um, and and then your uh, the second period um, he had a he had a nice scramble because again pressure right away he stepped up he found Judy uh, probably and then would have been a sack uh, no not that probably one would have no, been a sack. no 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 I got to disagree with you on that one okay um, right. then he there was another one where he he, he took the the draw uh, drop back there was nothing there he rolled left that was an incomplete pass uh, then there was a nice little delay pass to um, P Ryan P uh, no that wasn't P Ryan that was um, yeah, it was P Ryan. That would have yeah. been that would have covered. That would have gone, gone for a big game. That was, that that was the biggest game. game. I had a different um, first play was incompletion to Judy. Could have been a sack, like you said, but he scrambled out of the pocket and he threw it by Judy's feet. Right. Um, then they did a swing pass to Brandon Johnson, and that got blown up by yep. Pat Sertan because yep. the wide receiver wasn't blocking. Um, the third play was a scramble incompletion, and yep. the fourth play, like was you're talking about, was the blown coverage of P Ryan. But it's it's just it's not all on Russ. No, it's not all saying, on Russ. What I'm saying the is offense, the offense was dreadful yes. today. And then you mentioned the two minute drill, which was just a clown show. And then and then the uh, the second team comes in, okay, for their two minute with Stidham. Two sacks by Jonathan Cooper, Stidham with a fumbled snap, then a false start. Uh, then they had the uh, second two-minute with Russ, and that, that actually went pretty well. They uh, they got two first downs and then kicked uh, a, a field goal uh, by Maher that you know would have been either at the end of the half or end of the game. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by ROX, Rocks Heating and Air. Um, we're not making this up. And Russ had a very good seven-on-seven seven period, which I think you mentioned. Did you mention no, that? no, I did not talk about uh, Russ's he, seven on seven. He had seven. a very sharp seven on seven. <laughs> well, I mean, I since, just... since everything Russ does, we put it under the microscope. I'm telling you, he had a good seven on seven drill. Yeah, it's just a lot to be desired with but this offense. The offense overall, the offense you can't sucks. stick yeah. up for this the offense. The offense sucked today. You can't. You just can't. And you can't stick up for McGlinchey. He's looking awful, also. So you know, heard you know Mark coming at us, and now you're here um, and you're watching it. I mean, first play, false start again, yep. and. Um, I have my concerns about him. Y'all, do you have concerns about Mike McGlinchey on the right side at playing right side? Right now, yeah. Okay. Right now, he doesn't. So we're not making that up. Right now, he doesn't look like the answer, but no. And in talking to Stink about it, he will not deny the stuff that you're saying is wrong. You're not wrong. I guess he's just saying, in the context of 
the first week, installation, stuff like that, it's not time to panic. Right. Gotcha. And, 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 and he laid out some context that you agreed with independently of one another. Like, you're not running the ball effectively. Right. And that, that matters a lot. And that sets up play action and all this but stuff. Gosh, so, again, it's, it feels like we're doing the same thing that we're, we're moving the goalpost. Yeah. Here. Like, for, yeah. For, well, this, answer this, this guy, question for me. This guy's the highest paid right tackle in the game answer, for a while. Answer a question for me right now. Are they running plays or are they running an offense right now? Are they running? Uh, they're, they're just there's running a difference. Yeah, okay, they're running they're, plays. And you'll yeah. be the first to yeah, admit there's a difference. Not, yes, there's a big difference. Right. And it's not real football right now. Let's go live okay. to the podium, right. Sean Payton. To, you know, obviously the first role was, was difficult because of the penalties. Well, no, I mean, look, there, there's this, when you get into game planning, right now you, you put it in like kind of a library of two-minute calls. When you get into an opponent, in a two-minute drive, there's generally maybe two or three calls per drive that are done at the line. You know, the clock stops a lot. And so let's say you have eight two-minute routes that are in per game. That, that can vary a little bit. Um, so you kind of find out what the opponent does and then maybe things that we do or within the framework of what we do, we think we do well and put those in. But more than anything, the mechanics of getting the ball to the official, not rolling it on the ground, getting set if we got a clock. If there's so many other nuances, getting out of bounds, you know, um, valuing the clock more than two yards gain, if that makes sense. You're really understanding we want to move the ball, but the clock is 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 important. And so all of that, we, we went through it in the walkthrough, and we'll keep working on it. Jonathan Harris had the pass deflected at the line in the two-minute. What has he shown so far? Look, he's a guy that he's opened some eyes a little bit. I mean, it was a good play. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's harder for that group just because, you know, we're just getting going. Um, we, we're getting to the inside run periods. We're getting some of these team runs. But so far, I think he's done a good job. Judge Adam Wins- Gaze, Wins- uh, you saw Adam Gaze out there, or Adam out there in the day? Yeah, yeah. What do you remember about him? Is it- well, look, he, um, Joe Vitz, his father-in-law. And so we met Adam. Um, I met Adam, I think, way back when he was coaching. I, I, I want to say even before here. And then, uh, so we've always had a good relationship. He, when they had an off week, he'd come by New Orleans, you know, just... So his kids could see his grandfather, grandmother, and, and so I've known him for a long time, and I've known shoot the success he had here. It's been a while since he's been here, but those guys put up great numbers, and uh, he's now taking care of kids and teaching and taking them to little league and golfing. So it's good to see him. You brought in a few. Well, listen, there's. There's a point at which, you know, you, you pull the player out then. I mean, you, you, so there's an emphasis to it, but it's it's got to be more than just that, and it's got to go away. You brought in a couple of your former uh, New Orleans receivers in Callaway and uh, Humphrey. What do they kind of bring to you? What piqued your interest to bring them in? Yeah, well, they, they've got size. They understand the offense. They're guys that have played for us um, for different reasons. Uh, Marquez played when Mike Thomas got injured and was, was out. Um Little Jordan played quite a bit. You know, he was kind of one of those players on the practice squad that would come up in the event of an injury. Um, you know, so they're, they're familiar with the system. They're big. Um, 
but you know they're still they're still getting through it right now. I'm waiting to see something from both of those two guys still, you know, and, and expecting a little bit more. But um, yeah, just from an experience standpoint. Sean, how do you balance when players are kind of blowing up practice, defensive linemen or edge guys that are living in the backfield to be like happy that they're doing what they're doing, but also not letting you get get what you want to accomplish on offense? Yeah. Well, look, it's 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 kind of back and forth. You got to stop them in protection. So. Um, Look, the drills will have a, an ebb and flow to them, and uh, and that's not unusual for training camp. We just got to keep keep emphasizing the things that are important. And uh, you know, I, I just the thing I mentioned every game we watch. At the end of every half, there's a two minute drill. The end of every half, someone's in a two minute to get a field goal before halftime, maybe a touchdown. And at the end of most games, there's a two minute drill because most games are ending. You know, within seven points. Um, so when the season's over and you look at that cut-up, there's over 120, 130, 150 snaps of two-minute offense and defense. And there might be 12 snaps of goal line offense and defense. So you got to practice it a little bit proportionate, you know, proportionately. And, and it's something that, you know, you, you kind of – the games are fast and, and you're in this quite a bit when you look at the course of a game. So I think it's important. It's something that we emphasize and and we'll be on the same install schedule tomorrow. Did you miss coaching the two-minute drill when you were doing the TV dig? It's the best part of the chess match sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't know if I look strictly at the two-minute drill. It happens real fast. Um, I think there, there's some game planning element to the two-minute, you know, when, when certainly the clock stops and you have some opportunity each, each defense has got a certain way they defend it, and, and that can vary, and, and I'm sure the same goes for the offense. So um, I liked it better when we were in the four-minute than the two-minute, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's what I miss. Yeah, nothing to report. Did you see DeMarcus Ware sing the national anthem? I did. What would you think? When he started, I, I thought, man, where's this going to go? Um, I thought he did a good job. I thought he, he was, man, he was into it, right? Um, yeah, I thought he did a good job. That was, uh, what was the time? <laughs> Shorter than Aretha Franklin. I think it looked like it was going to be short, but then at the end, all of a sudden it got long. Um, he's an amazing guy. He really is. And you guys have all had a chance to work with him. Um, he's impressive and uh he still looks like he can play. Kendall Hinton is a guy who's managed to stick around ever since his emergency quarterback uh, performance as hard as wide receiver. What do you like about what he brings? Well, he's got good hips. He's fluid. Um, I think he can change direction pretty well. He does have some football instincts. Um, this is an important camp for him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's got a chance to be a slot type of receiver, and, and but he is smart. Ben DiNucci looks pretty good. Um, you got a philosophy on keeping three to start the season um no philosophy we just kind of look at the roster and, and make decisions based on on that team and that year um yeah i mean I, I i like his experience there's a calmness about him a little poise you know he's played in games and and been in you know, just recently was finished playing a season so that's why he's here you had mentioned in the offseason, the part of the OTA, you kind of like spring training. And then when baseball's in spring training, they reach mile markers with what they want to see, especially for pitchers. 
Do you see that with your options? Are there mile markers in camp that you want to see? Because we evaluate daily the nature of the beast, but do you have mile markers? Yeah, I, I think, look, the... Yeah, you come in off of drills and you see, you know, what are we doing well, what aren't we doing well, and that's every period. And so then, specifically when it gets to the preseason, you know, when you're when you're playing a game, um, all of those things. Yeah, and, and I think the easier thing for us is to look at what we're doing well and what we're not and the reason certain things, and, and then uh, as opposed to the sum total all the time. But I, I think that, yeah, especially in the red zone, like yesterday's red zone period, you know, was was average at best, and so we'll be back in the red zone again. Um, but I think there's a little bit more to a journey of it. You know, it's not it's it's not a daily, you know, where you're coming in and and, uh, and you got a crisis. Sean, where are you with the identity of this offensive line yet? Is it where you'd hoped it would be? Where do we I like where I like where it's at. Yeah, I like where it's at a lot. Sean, about a week ago, you said there were eight things you wrote you had written down about. Coaching points with your coaches. A week into it, or a week into the, you know these bigger, I guess, training camp practices. Are there less of those? Are y'all getting more? No. Calls? Listen, there, there's. When I watch this tape today, I'm going to make probably ten notes, and then make sure you know we we go through them in the staff meeting. And it, it it could be as like the space of a drill. It could be what we're doing in a drill, or it could be the actual plays in a drill. Um, they're just things you observe during practice that that you want change. It, it, gradually they dissipate or they go, yeah. So uh, I, I think, look, I think the tempo and how we're practicing is good. Um, it's good to get back in pass today, and uh, and we kind of go from there. All right. Thanks. That was Sean Payton at the podium. Plenty to react to, but before we do, we're live from Training Camp 2023 in the com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, a commercial general contractor specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects for over three decades. That's Con, K-A-H-N, construction.com. Plenty to react to, not only from practice, but from Sean Payton's press conference, and we'll do that coming up next. From the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Do it, I want you to do it. Yeah, all right. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. All right, back out here at uh, Broncos Training Camp, DenverSports.com zone. Mike Evans just quickly filling in for uh, Zach, who had to run up uh, to do a quick errand. He'll be right back. So, Stoke, you and I both had a chance to uh, watch the practice. Yes, yes. And my takeaway was the offense was just awful. I know that everything we talk about with Russ, it's all about Russ. It's Russ, Russ, So it's Russ. not us making it up. From, no, today the offense was bad, but... It's been bad, Mike. I know, but I don't put it on. I don't think today was a bad Russ day. Is what it wasn't I'm a good Russ day, though. I, but you I don't, know, think, I don't think Russ. Had, I don't think Russ had the chance to do anything. When your offensive line is getting blown up literally on four straight plays, you're getting yep. false starts. Yep. You're getting balls tipped up because the offensive line isn't doing their job. How are you going to get any rhythm? How are you going to get any tempo? How are you going to get any flow? No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not all on Russ, but. Russ isn't back there, you know, going through reads and progressions and on time, on the money. So, you know, some of it's on him. Some of it's on the line. It's, it's, it's not good, you know, but, but there's, there's blame to, to be shared here, right? And, and I'm not giving a Russ. I'm not giving Russ a pass today. Certainly the offense as a whole stinks. 
I mean, the first two plays, a two-minute drive, you have two false starts, and now you're looking at first and 20. I mean, come on. You're putting the guy behind the eight ball. So um, he's got to be better, but the offense has to help him out a little bit more and can't put him in tough situations. So once again, just just another bad offensive practice. I mean, you can't run from it. You can't hide from it. And it's not – it it needs to get better. It it does. We went through the devil's advocate stuff yesterday, Mike, and I'm like, okay, well, it's install. Um, You know – uh, 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 Sean Payton can scheme it up on a game day. Um, uh, I kind of went to, uh, well, that's what no, Cliss no was saying game. about the install. You know, that's what Sean Payton was saying. Oh, this is install. You know, it's going to take some time. And so, um, but yeah, look, if it's a layup, it's a layup. It's a layup. You right? got to make the layup, make, right? Go make your layup. Yeah, and 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 as the sample size is increasing here, um, it's um, well. I'll just ask you guys, Mike. You, I heard you uh, quote how many camps you were at. Uh, yeah. Was it 23? Five. 25 total. Was that Broncos or? Uh, no, 25 Broncos. 25 Broncos. Okay. So your concern level, one out of ten, with what you're seeing and what you had hoped to see, whatever lens you're looking through, where are you at? It, it, here, God, I wish I could give you a definitive answer, but here's the problem. If this was Russell Wilson's first camp with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson's first camp here, we would all be coming out here after every single practice saying, yeah, hey, it's going to be a work in progress. It's going to take some time. They're installing things. They're trying to get on the same page, blah, 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 blah. But you just, I'm sorry, you can't leave last year at the door. Yeah, right? I, You just can't. Yeah. yeah. You just can't. And so it's naturally going to influence and sort of flavor and color your thoughts about what you're seeing right now. And um, so when, when I see Russ looking indecisive, yeah, then I get kind of a PTSD type feel from last year. The only thing today that I'll take is I, I didn't see Russ being indecisive. I just saw an, an offense that was overwhelmed and shooting themselves in the foot. So that's that's where we're at right there with uh, this offense i was expecting more by now but i'll listen to the guys that played the game aside from you and and give them the benefit of the doubt that this is going to take some time well of course it's going to take time um you know i'm the one that was saying two weeks ago hey we got to remember this is a new offense for us this is a new offense for everyone right and so and um so if anybody uh, was going to be patient with what we're seeing, it was going to be me because I understood what they have to go through offensively. It's not easy. You know? So while you're being fairly, and I, I'm not arguing with your criticism, you are criticizing what you see. Yeah. Okay, so while on one hand you're fairly criticizing what you see, but are you still hopeful that this thing can... Absolutely. Will, I'm hopeful. That it will the, get better. But the problem is, yes, very hopeful. But the problem is, um, you know, we're seeing the same things that we saw last year. And Sean Payton can go up to the podium but and, and act like it's no whoopee-dee, you know, whatever he said. No right? big whoop. No, no big, big whoop. whoop. No, no big, big whoop. whoop for Sean Payton. But for us, it is a big whoop mm-hmm. because of what we watched last year. Right? We're scarred from that. And so we're, I'm seeing the same things. And that's my point. I'm seeing the same things from Russ. That I saw last year, I can't ignore it and think that oh everything's going to be fine because we're seeing the exact same. Can I just ask you this last question? Do you do you believe Sean Payton when he's up there talking and he sounds very unconcerned? No. Do you, do you no. believe him? No, I don't. So I you don't. think I, he's 
Yes, I do. I, I think he's, he's deep ma- down. He's masked down how he really feels. If he had a couple uh, lattes, he would, he, <laughs> sure would come out. He would tell you that he is very nervous. And Jared Bell was sitting across from him. Uh, can I tell this to you? Can I tell this to you? Uh, uh, Where are the owners? <laughs> Mike, thanks so much for being here, man. We love uh, listening to you in the morning. You can hang out as long as you want. Not kicking out. You can hang out as long as you want. More. It's time for you to go. More. <laughs> more analysis. Uh, training camp 2023, just a couple hundred yards from where it went down, coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from training camp 2023, thanks to Tom Construction and Ping Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford Top. Yes, we're live from training camp on a Friday, reacting to, well, a lot. Uh, We could tell you that uh, we are live, training camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends at the Randy Ross Tennis Center. Uh, Stokely was giving us a breakdown of the offense. And, you know, I I, want to just stay here before we move on. And we do have other stuff to react to. Um, But was talking about this uh, off the top, like, you know, yeah, the, the the Broncos defense we hope is good, okay? We hope is good. But the number one objective coming into this season is get this offense out of the worst stretch that it's ever had. In, in a league of 32, it's dead last in not just points per game, but, you know, so many different metrics It's bottom three. Um how concerned are you? One out of ten. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. You know, we, we we reserve the right to change our mind. We we are not saying that this is the way it's going to be in November and December. But right here, right now, it's not good. It's not showing much signs of improvement in your experience. And it's different from Mike Evans, who just joined us. Like, hey, in 24, 25 camps, you know, through your perspective, how concerned are you? Through your perspective of playing in the league for 15 years, for covering this league for the last six, seven years, how concerned are you? Um, very concerned. Ten. 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 I mean, how could I not be? I mean, with what I've watched, what, what, what has been good offensively? Nothing has been good offensively. Now, we know that it's not real football right now. We get it, right? Um, but I'm, I'm just going by what I've evaluated yes. so far. Yep. And that's all I can do. Yep. And so, very concerned. We, we've watched bad offensive football, you know, for a long time now here. And it just seems like it's continuing. Nothing, nothing is, 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 is changing, right? And um, so, I, I don't know how I could look at that and say I'm not concerned. How could you not be concerned, right? I mean, that, that, would, I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense at all. So I'm very concerned with what I've been watching offensively. It's not been good. It continues to be bad. And um, I get it. Look, we, we all understand that this is new. It's a new offense for everyone. There's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be some growing pains here. I got it. Um, but also, um, it's been really bad. And, and so I, you just can't ignore uh, what we've been watching. You just can't anymore. Where does most of the blame lie? Oh, I think it's shared, uh, Zach. You know, I, I think you can put some on Russ. Um, you know, he looks he looks like he, he, he was last year. Um, 
and, and we and we saw it and we saw it again. We saw it again in the two minute drive, and I, I'll get into that here. Um, another big concern here uh, with with the two minute drive that we didn't um, the last one, which was the better one for the first team. Yeah, um, there was some concerns there that. Um, um, I want to touch on also, but I think Russ shares some blame. This offensive line shares some blame. Um, and then I think you can put some blame on it being new. And, and, and that's why we've seen some struggles, right? And, um, and it's not real football. So I'm hoping that, you know, in a week I'll look back and say, all right, my concern level now is a, is a five or six. Sure. It's not a 10 anymore. It's getting better. It's improving. And then maybe after we watch some real football, um, they 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 look like a better offense, right? They're running the ball well, and it's and it's opening up the the play action game, and it's opening up the keeper boot game, and things like that. And and now, oh, my level's now a, 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 my concern a, a meters at, at a three now. Um, but but right now, that's not what they're doing. I'm just going by what I'm evaluating right now, and it's not an indictment on what it's going to be in three months. But right now, it's um it's got it's got a ways to go. All right, you hear our listeners driving by uh, showing us love through the honk of their horn. We absolutely love, love, love to hear those honks. We're live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, a commercial general contractor specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects for over three decades. That's Con, K-A-H-N, Construction.com. Okay, aside from the offensive struggles, what else stuck out to us out there at Training Camp on a Friday? We'll pass along those news and notes coming up next.